Well, not today they are, but <laughs> this is Headphone Joe. Actually, we still are. I'll tell you a funny story in a second. Uh, this is Headphone Joe, and you're listening to Cheers from the Press Box. It is Monday after the Super Bowl. And me and Brennan are here to break it down. Brennan, what's going on, buddy? What's up? Uh, nothing. A little heartbreak, a little upset, a little... Can't fucking pick them, man. I just can't. I can't. Oh, that's right. You stay. I told you to just stay with your pick. That's right. I know. I was like, actually, I'm not going to go against Patrick Mahomes. And you're like, come on, stay with your pick. Don't fail. Stay with what you believe. I know. And I, I mean, we'll get into it, but I just, it's Patrick Mahomes. We've been saying it all year. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, LeVon, Mahomes, Jordan. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right, folks, let's get right to it. This Super Bowl. Dun, 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 dun. Did you start? Did you? Were you doing the Michael Jordan thing? Because I heard um, Jim Nance say it yesterday. No, Tony Romo fucking said it, and oh, I was okay. like, he stole that. I've been saying it for for a while, two years, two three yeah. years now since the Bucks one, going into the Bucks one because Bomani. Said it. I've always given him uh, credit. Bomani called him yeah. Michael Jordan. Therefore, I called. I started calling him Michael. Yeah. Jordan. Um, and then Tony Romo said it last night. He didn't and give Tony anybody credit. It. I was like, wait a second, Tony. Typical white guy, you know. Like, step infringing on some territory right now, Tony. By the way, Tony had a terrible game last night. Tony was. Tony's done. I don't know if you know the Tony Romo like everybody the loves him era is is over. Yeah, it was kind of weird because when he first came out, he was like calling the plays before they would happen. And I don't know if the NFL like sat him down and was like, hey, stop doing that. No, I think uh, I think the further away he got from being in the game. Yeah, that's the more obvious. Yeah. Tell the play every once in a while he'll try and then he'll be like, and I'm wrong. Yeah, and he'll be wrong. (laughs) Like yesterday he was like, uh, oh, I I really want them to run it here. They should probably run it here. And Christian McCaffrey's going in motion. Oh, yeah. God, that was funny. He came out and then it was empty in the backfield. Um, empty backfield. He's like, well, they're, they're definitely not going to run it, Jim. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't have a problem. Like, there's this vitriol that goes around about announcers sometimes. And I'm like, hey, it's all right. Like, I don't there's really. There's some people that get it. And I'm like, uh, what are we doing here? Like, Collinsworth. I love Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Yeah. Like, oh, Patrick Mahomes. Collinsworth loves the game. Uh, He's like he's breaking the game down properly. He's not like overextending. There's times when you know every everybody thinks everybody's biased, and I do think so. Sometimes there's an anti ego agenda. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, I think he's fine. I think Greg Olson's fine. Um, I like Greg Olson. I, I think because he just gets out of the way and just like watches yeah. the game. That was the other thing. Tony, everybody was mad that Tony. Uh, we're gonna get to the game here in a second. Everybody was mad that the final play of the game, Tony just kept fucking rambling. Like, Jim Nance laid out. It's it's a big moment. So you either yeah. let your play-by-play guy talk or you lay out and just let the natural sound take over. 
And Tony's like rambling over the entirety of the final play and celebration. And everybody's like, dude, sh- if Nance isn't going to talk, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was interesting, too, because the play goes and then he's like talking and talking and then he's like, oh, and then the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. There it is. And then you're like, wait, what? And he's talking more. It's talking more. They yeah. got the Jordan line, like you said. Like, yeah, it was like, oh, damn. I didn't notice it because it was like uh, he won. When that happened. I had got up and I was like hugging my buddy like we won. We won. Black History Month. We won. <laughs> and then I went on Twitter before I went to bed and people were like, the clip was there. People were like, Romo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because I wasn't really, I don't pay attention a lot to the announcers because I normally have the volume like turned down, a, like not muted, but like down lower mm-hmm. because like I'm talking to people and like having a good time or whatever. And I just didn't notice. And then I was on social media and it was like a bunch of screen grabs or not screen grabs, but like screen recordings of like Romo just talking the whole time and people were like freaking the fuck out at some point people were like what is yeah it was weird I think he takes a lot of drugs anyways to the game Brennan uh it was his third Super Bowl I know right it's the only time he's been never one it's not like he's never been there but it's not like oh my god I'm at the like I'm I'm calling the Super Bowl it's like you've done this three times it was funny um so I I started having issues with him during the AFC Championship game because I was like, he was speaking on things and I was like, you never did that when you played. Like, just you're like condemning a player for doing something. It's like, hey, like take it down a notch, buddy. Like, yeah, you made the same mistakes. <laughs> you can't throw that pass, Jim. Like, you threw you that pass about? like a million times, Tony. What are you talking about? Yeah, like you always threw that pass. Yeah, you never, never threw that. That was pass. kind of your calling card. Was that pass? Kind of your thing. You have two playoff wins to your name. So get it together. That's the other thing, too, is like Cowboys fans love Romo. And I get it because he was like the first time they had a good quarterback, quarterback in a long time. Uh, but it's like he has two playoff wins, dude. Like, let's chill out. Let me pull up uh, and then we'll finally get to the game of it all. Uh, a f- Cowboys fan tweeted something yesterday that I thought was very funny. Hold on. Uh, we're going into Cowboys Twitter. Going, to, we were, I was all over Twitter yesterday, man. <clears throat> yeah, but as an Eagles fan, don't you normally try to stay away from Cowboys Twitter? Well, it was while Tony Romo was trending, and I just oh, so it just yeah, popped, and then yeah. it just popped up. Uh, dude said, "Bro, my dad just said, goddamn Tony, talk like he fucking won five Super Bowl. He fucking sucks.' By the way, we're Cowboys fans." <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow, vitriol for Tony. Hey, I, was, hey. I was stunned. Yeah, he was getting it from, from all angles, even Cowboys fans. So. Cash those but, checks, Tony. Cash those but, checks. All right, without further ado, enough of the Tony Romo talk. The thing the people are here for, Brennan. I was right. Finally, the curse has been lifted. 25-22, Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers in a game that went to overtime. Overtime. A situation where nobody really understood the overtime rules. Brennan, were you also confused about like why they were not taking that timeout late in the overtime? No, I mean, I I saw this morning that some people didn't know what the rules were, I and I was... Because Tony said like there's going to be a second overtime even if they don't score, and I was like... The fuck is the point of the time then? Oh, no, I didn't know about all that. I was just like, you can't give up the touchdown. Like, you need to score a touchdown. That's yeah, all I, I was thinking. That's what I was saying. I was like, because my thing was, 
Score what was the what was the whole thing with the rule? I have to look it up, but apparently I know it's different in the Super Bowl, obviously, because it can't end in a tie. But I just figured they went to a second overtime if it was still tied. That's what I was saying. If it was still tied, but I think even if they didn't score because they were on their initial possession, they were going to give it more. They were going to extend the time in a way. Oh, but I shit. feel like. That's kind of the point of the time. You got to score within the time frame. Like, why? Yeah, that's what the time is for. So. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. That's what the time is for. My thing was, if that was the case, just do it like college and still give them the length of the field. But just say, if you score a field goal, then we do it all over again. Yeah. I I don't see what the time is. Fun fact for those of you listening, that's why college can go to like triple overtime and stuff. It's not actually like three extra quarters added on. It's just three possessions added on. Um, What did you think of the game? Uh, I thought the game, uh, Brennan, I believe it was a tale of two halves. (laughs) I was Uh, so mad. The first half was lethargic. Uh, I almost, I mean, it it was great for hosting. Like, yeah. you didn't really have to pay attention to the game. You didn't have to really explain much. A lot of nonsense. Defensive battle. Defense. I, oh my, I think I texted you that. I texted yeah. the group chat that. I texted all my group chats. That this, we have a defensive stranglehold going on right now. Um, sloppy. I think a lot of nerves. A lot of people doing things uncharacteristic. Mainly Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey with a fumble. and Isaiah Pacheco both fumbling on back-to-back yeah. drives. I don't. I can't remember the time I saw either of them, let alone both of them, fumble. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, and then San Francisco did the one-trick play, and that was, I mean, for a long time, their only touchdown, uh, doing the uh, pass to Jennings, which, man, I can't remember who the, the offensive lineman was, but shout out to him. If he does not block... Uh, 32, I think that's Bolton. If he does not yeah. make that final block on Bolton, that is going to be a pick six the other way because yeah, there that was like rough. three plays San Francisco did where it was like there was trickery elements to it, but you knew you knew it instantly because they weren't moving the way that a team would be moving if they were doing the initial play. So like when he throws it to Jennings, Jennings like just kind of stands there and it's like, okay, this is obviously going to be like some sort of pass back or something. So it's like, I'm not fooled. (laughs) Yeah. And once the linebacker recognized that he starts darting for McCaffrey and then that offensive lineman makes that hit, gives McCaffrey enough space to catch the ball and then take off for the touchdown. So that was good on their part. Um, Yeah. No, the first half was, uh, was rough to say the least. Uh, the 49ers front four, they got after it. They got to Pat. They uh, minimized his time in the pocket. Uh, they they squoze the pocket, um, giving him less room to escape and whatnot. They did a real. They were really disciplined. Did a real good job. Uh, Greenlaw was a was ferocious until he hurt himself because he was too excited. Yeah, that was incredibly disappointing. That was extremely sad. <laughs> I uh, torn Achilles, by the way. Yeah, and it wasn't like oh, he sprained his ankle. He popped his Achilles, getting hyped up, running out onto the field. Insane, insane. Um, but Warner looked good in that first half. I mean, the 49ers looked very good 
They look but like the know, better team in the first half. But you know who didn't look good in that first half for the 49ers? Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. I knew he you were going seemed, one or the other. He seemed too... He seemed very comfortable being up 10-3 mm-hmm. and not going for the jugular in yeah. ways. Like, he kind of got complacent. That was my whole problem with this entire game. Yeah, it would be like, like fourth and three or like fourth and one, and they're like kicking. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, go for it. He got a little too complacent in that first half with his play calling. Uh, Brock he Purdy, did take a couple of shots, but. He, t- he took a couple shots, but. He's, when they went into the half 10-3, he seemed very happy with that. And I was like, you got to you gotta have more. Like the yeah. Eagles were up. Fun fact, uh, Patrick Mahomes, spoiler alert, guys, as I already said, Kansas City won. Prior to this game, if Patrick Mahomes was down seven or more, I'm pretty sure everybody saw the stat in the postseason, he was eight and two. Yeah. So which means you better build a, a a substantial lead at some point. Like, well, it was seven also points is almost meaningless. It was also interesting because they had that little graphic where it was like, oh, any team that doesn't score in the first half has never won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And there was like two minutes left in the first half. And then Kansas City they kicks the field goal, goal. And you go, ah, well, they did not yeah. not score. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, fun, fun fact in his three Super Bowl victories, he was down 10 points in all of them at one point or another. Yeah. The Eagles had him by 10. San Francisco had him by 10. And in this one, again, San Francisco had him by 10. And he came back from all those deficits and overcame them to win the game. Brendan, fun fact. You know who, So since I think it's like since 1995 or something, do you know the quarterback with the next best Ratio in that scenario in the postseason down seven or more points. Tom Brady. It is. You want to guess the ratio though? Oh God. Uh, down seven or more points. How many wins? How many losses? In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Fifteen and seven. Mm, you would think it'd be a positive number. No, it's ten and eleven. Oh wow! Patrick Mahomes is. Crazy. <laughs> He's the only quarterback in that situation down seven or more in the postseason with a positive record. A positive. I'm pretty proud of myself that I was very close to the Brady, number. Good job. <laughs> well, and the I said 15 and seven, which yeah. is what, yeah. 21? And then you said 10 and 11, which is 21. Oh, yeah. You got the right number of games. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Good job. How did you feel about the first half? Um, I was excited because I, I, Thought that this would be in the wheelhouse. Uh, I was ex- a couple things. 49ers didn't go out to a big lead, which I was like, good, because Shanahan always crumbles when he goes out to a big lead. Like he chokes it away. So the fact that this game is so close, I'm excited about. Um, two, they were getting to Patrick. The The 49ers defense hit him more in this game than he had been hitting the entire playoffs combined. Um, so I was oh, excited about that. Sorry to cut you off. That was to. Go back to the Romo thing. That was annoying by Romo. He kept saying, I think Patrick's internal clock is going fast. And I'm like, 
What are you talking about? He's sitting there taking sacks. He's not overextending himself. There was the one play when they got to the red zone to kick the field goal where he's ready to do the jump pass. And he was yeah. like, it's not there. Let me just take this sack and go down. I was like, if his internal clock was going crazy, he would have tried to force. I was like, Roma, what are you talking? Your analysis is terrible here. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, yeah, so I was I was excited um, everyone knows it's well documented. I didn't want to go against the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes, but I didn't want the Chiefs to win because I have a you don't vendetta. I have a vendetta against Travis Kelsey. Actually, quite the opposite. The whitest guy on that team is the one I dislike. I uh, dated a black girl, the famously. So. so have I. Uh, <laughs> Not famously, so. though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, remember when I sent you that text and you were like, wait, she's black? <laughs> um but yeah, I was. I thought the 49ers had a little bit of control. Now, nobody is dumb enough, I don't think, out there to be like, oh, the, the Chiefs are out of it. Or, oh, Shanahan's got a, a hold on this game. Like, we both know those things aren't true. History has taught us those things are very not true. We'll in fact, in, a second in fact, it would be more obvious that Shanahan would choke away the game or Patrick Mahomes would do something to win. I was just excited with the possibility that the Niners had him. Because the way they were beating up Mahomes, I was like, they they've got him. Like this, yeah. they got him. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, it was looking very grim there because uh, the Chiefs get that one big pass play. I think it was to Hardman. Yeah, and then you had the Pacheco fumble, and it's like, oh gosh, is this gonna be like the Ravens all over again? Oh no. So I'm like, exactly. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, ugh. I was deflated. I was like, dang, you got, you stopped them. You didn't allow them to score. You got the McCaffrey fumble. And then you turn it over. You get it. You're in the red zone. And then you turn it over. And it's like, well. <laughs> so yeah. It was a, it was. Yeah. And then the second half happened. Well, first, then halftime happened. Uh, one of the Loved best it. halftimes in a long time. Not in a long time, but one of the best halftimes I've experienced. Uh, Usher, oh, yeah. Uh, grew up on Usher's music, that type of R&B. It was fantastic. Uh, when Lil John showed up, I was like, if so Ludacris high. comes in, I'm going to be. And once I saw Lil John, I was like, there's no way Luda's not coming in. I was I like, was he's got to be there. He has to be there. So that was a moment. Uh, Alicia Keys, that first dope. Whew, that was rough. That was rough, girl. You bounced back, but that was rough. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff on social media about that. I, I Maybe it's just the whiteness in me, but I, th I thought she sang pretty well. Oh, no. She sang well. That first note. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. Like, everybody in, the, in my place turned around, looked it at each other a, like, it was a little bit of a wake-up call. <laughs> was, that, was that correct? <laughs> Did you cringe when Usher tried to like touch her during the song? I saw a lot of stuff uh, on social media about no, that too. Because if you remember the video, that's kind of like yeah. Well, did. and I didn't have a problem with it because it's it's so, Usher. Yeah, like, and it's who, performing like yeah, these are performers. They're professionals. This is something they rehearse. They know what they're doing. Nobody. Sometimes these Gen Zers, Gen, Gen Zers online well, are like, why would he touch her? If you're like, to your podcast, the Gen Zs have gone the opposite. It's way, the millennials actually. online who are like, <laughs> why would he touch her? The Gen Zers are like, oh, that's so perfectly fine. Yeah, um, touch her all over. Um. But yeah, it's an inside and, joke if you don't listen to the other show. <laughs> and then the roller skates bit, like we were all waiting for it because he's been doing that a lot. Um, I love that. Is that a thing? That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. No, because okay. roller skating is like very big in Atlanta. Um, 
Like, do you roller skate? I know. Uh, I'm not from Atlanta. <laughs> um, That's true. I don't want to say if you saw the movie Broward ATL stand-up. or yep. Roll Bounce, it's like a big thing. Roll so. Bounce with uh, Lil Romeo. Nope. Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. I'll, I'll now just pass on that. Now just Bow Wow. confuse you. Yeah. Now it's just Shad Boss, actually. But um, yeah, he just goes by his government name. But um, <laughs> but no, I was going to say during his Vegas residency, he's been doing the roller skating bit and whatnot. So people were. Lil Romeo is Master P's son. Yes. But uh, so, yeah, that was halftime. Halftime was fun. They got two. I loved minutes. it. Uh, I was I really genuinely liked it. I thought it was so yeah. good. And everybody, as Greg pointed out, black Twitter was loving the halftime show as white Twitter was very confused by J.J. Watt's hair. And then I let <laughs> yes. you know everybody was confused by J.J. Watt's hair. Because when J.J. Watt pulled up, me, my Did girl, you report back to black Twitter that we we were all like, what's yeah, yeah, going yeah. on? Me, Ariel, my boy Donnie, child to Donnie, uh, Ariel's sister, and her boyfriend, we all looked at each other like, the fuck is going on with his hair? <laughs> I literally texted you and I was like, it looks like an eighth grader who found gel for the first time and like went crazy. And you so, were like, yeah, we're all talking about this. I was like, we're talking about it. I looked at my group chat, my fantasy football group chat. They were talking about it. I was like, okay, everybody's <sighs> kind of like, cause I didn't watch, I don't watch uh, any pregame stuff. Yeah. I know that's your thing. Yeah, you never I, watch any I hate pregame. I didn't turn it on. I was in the kitchen cooking. The lady was watching TV, and then six o'clock. Once the broadcast kind of starts, Nance and Romo. Then we turn it on for all the uh, flyovers and Reba, and you know, all yeah, the songs. So I hadn't seen him pregame, and it, it, it appears no one saw JJ pregame. So everybody at once was like, "What the fuck just happened to JJ?" It Bob? was aggressive. <laughs> he had a great tweet. He had a great tweet. He was like, uh, you know "Oh, that he acknowledged it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you know that feeling uh, when you switch up your hair, you wonder if anybody notices? They noticed. (laughs) (laughs) God, he's a multi, he's he's got hundreds of millions of dollars and they let him out of the house like that. Multiple defensive player of the year awards. Like (laughs) he's had $200 million contracts. This is a ferocious man. They let him out of the house looking like an eighth grader about to go to his first dance. He left hair and makeup. It was like, you know what? I'm taking us back. They're playing Usher. I'm going to have the hairstyle I had when Usher was out. <laughs> Do you think it was just someone with a vendetta, like the hair uh, hair and makeup person, like fucking hate J.J. Watt? No, I think J.J., I think that's what he wanted, man. He wanted to take He said, back give me the eighth grade dance. Yeah, he wanted to take it back, you know. He was shocked he didn't have the frosted tips. Oh yeah, <laughs> Usher still. Speaking of, take it back to when Usher was big. He still, still looks like when he was in O three. Still, Tracy texts me because we didn't watch the game together. She goes, "He looks exactly the same." Mm-hmm. So we say, "Black don't crack, baby." I uh, mean, but uh, sometimes people get out of shape, black or no, otherwise. But Usher, stays but Usher is like, he no, that's what I'm residence. saying. It's like he had a Vegas residence. You know? He's still got it, man. Yeah. Hairline's still strong. Ooh, gotta wonder if there's some. Uh, no, I wonder if there's no, we don't. We don't have to wonder. We can just accept Usher for being the Man, ageless wonder that he is. That just it's a strong hairline. Look, there's 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 a little bit of TRT going on I over mean, there. Did he go to He's fifty. He's fifty. I did not even know that. That's crazy. Usher's fifty. Let me get uh, it on I that just to double check. Girl. But she's she's also 
perplexed by that. He might be. I mean, I don't put it past him. 45. Like excuse me. 45. 45. 45. Okay. You just settled peace. Indigestion just got cured. Is that Thriller behind you? Uh, yeah. I went to the record store the other day and got Thriller. Speaking like of, no. are you and JJ Watt coming out of your time machine later? <laughs> Phil is one of the best albums in the world. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'm going to go get the, if they still got it, off the wall. Off the wall, kind of better. Kind of better. Did you just, all right. I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, I got a record plan. I'm getting records. Off the wall is not better than Thriller. Thriller is one of the greatest albums ever made. Look, I'm not saying it's not. It is one of the greatest albums ever made. Off the wall, though. Got more songs that I love. Okay. Just saying. Like, th- think of this. I mean, do music's you, subjective. Do you really listen to The Goddamn Girl Is Mine? No. With Michael and Paul? You're right. I was about to say, Off the Wall, like, has less songs that I'm like, eh. Yeah. So. Wait. Hang on. That's contradictory. Does it have more songs that you love or less songs that you hate? Because oh, you said both so- things. I'm saying it's more consistent throughout. Yeah. There's more consistency from track one to track, I think, eight or nine. So, but uh, all right. Second half. We're off Thriller. Good notice. I've had other records. Hang on. We're not off this yet. So, just so everyone listening knows, (laughs) singles from Off the Wall include Don't Stop Till You Get, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Rock With Her, Off the Wall. rock Rock With Me? Rock With Her. Rock With You, excuse me. Rock With You. Okay. I was like, wait. Off the wall, she's out of my life and girlfriend. Thriller, the girl is mine. You go off Jean. just the single, but okay. Beat it. Well, yeah, no, I'm just reading the single. Well, I'm not gonna go off the whole songs. Want to be starting something? Human nature, pretty young thing, and thriller. I don't know. You might be right. I. Th- I mean, thought, it got hit, but I'm talking about the thing when you buy a vinyl is you're getting the deep cut. You're getting everything. That's true. You're and getting you can't just B. skip past anything. You got to listen to everything all the way through. Like Baby Be Mine, I want to say is Do on you know Thriller. Thriller was produced by Quincy Jones. Yeah, Quincy Jones is like Michael's premier uh, collaborator. He is ninety years old. Oh, still kicking. Still kicking. All right, we got to move on. I'm sorry, I got second half. God, this the is B-side, young Michael. Some would say. Um. So, Brent, I'll go to you first this time. What was your feeling on the second half? Fucking Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> The guy is so good. And it's, it's not a, again, for the listeners, it's not a, I hate the Chiefs or fuck Patrick Mahomes kind of take that I have. I just, I'm, and the Travis Kelsey thing aside, cause that's just like a bit, but I just, I, I don't, I like parody. I don't like the same teams winning all the time. Like it takes something away. Everyone knows I'm a big fan of the underdog and stuff. And when Patrick gets out there, I have the utmost respect for him. And you're like, God, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. And then he got he got crushed by um, the former Eagle. Uh, oh, Hargrave. Yeah, like crushed. And I was like, oh, that's like he's in trouble. And it still didn't fucking matter. Uh, the 49ers looked stale on offense in the second half to the point where it looked like Shanahan was taking shots only because he was like trying to force something at that point. Uh, the run game couldn't get going again. And Romo did have an interesting point for all his faults is they were running the um, downhill. They were running like gap and stuff like that mm-hmm. zone read. And he was like, just keep running this, just keep running this. But then they would throw it and it would be an incompletion. And you're like, 
Yeah, you are getting like three to four yards a clip. Like, just keep running. But they just didn't. They didn't want to do it. Yeah, they were. Even though they they did run a good bit, they ran. I think McCaffrey ran it twenty two times. Uh, Purdy had three. Elijah Moore had two. Debo had three. Yushik had one. So they ran. That one in the second half with Purdy with the horse collar was. I was. I thought I was like he's he's going down. Dog, but can we speak on that? You can horse collar if somebody doesn't go down. I guess that's what Tony said. I was so confused. I'm like, oh, okay, good job by the defender. And then like the no, flag they threw comes a flag out. though. Yeah. yeah, I was saying the flag comes out, and I'm like, fuck is the flag? Was there holding or something? And they called horse collar. I'm like, he didn't take him down. Oh, like the I'm whole sorry. point of it is you have to. I, I thought you I misread the information. Down. No, no, no. If you grab them by the neck or the nameplate, that's automatic. That I thought. I think I've never seen anybody just stand up through it. But I think it's because it's very rare that someone gets grabbed there and still stays on their feet. That was, I was so perplexed. Yeah, was it was, well, and you could so tell the defender grabs him and then immediately lets go, which is why he was able to keep his feet. Yeah. Because he was like, oh shit, I'm on the back of his neck and lets him go. So and like then he kind of stumbles, but. But, like they have been but whatever. Uh, yeah, if you grab, if you just grab it, it's a horse collar. Um. I was about to say, but I mean, you you spoke on Patrick Mahomes and them scoring and whatnot, but you didn't you didn't say what I thought you were going to say, which I'm going to say because Brennan, you know the game of football. You know the special thing about game of football. Special teams. All three phases: offense, defense, special teams, baby. <clears throat> Tommy Townsend is that his name? The kicker or the punter? Yeah, yeah Tommy Townsend. Could have won MVP. That guy, Pat McAfee, today is going to be singing his praise. He's going to have him on the show. That guy was cult legacy performance. The, you're talking about the 49ers punter? No. The, the Chiefs punter. Chiefs punter. The Chiefs punter. Five punts. Wow. This is crazy. I've never seen this before. They actually both have the same stats. I was going to say the 49ers punter did pretty good too. The average, but the Chiefs punter had a long of 62. The 49ers punter only had a long of 55. But, but is it, remember that 49ers punt? Hold on, Brendan. The most the the most legendary punt in this game. I mean, you had the Conley down at the one. Conley that's had a the great one. Yeah, special team performance. But the, the one that changed the game. The, the entire complexity of the game changes. Tommy Salinson punts it. It ricochets. Oh, yeah. 49ers. I forgot about that. So then Ray Ray McLeod is trying to go grab it. He should have just fell on the ball, but he's trying to pick it up. And then the Chiefs get it. Next play, touchdown. It's now a 10-10 That was ball the game. game. It's a 10-10 ball game. You let them in. They had not been able to move the ball with any consistency, and you gave them a touchdown when you could I- not. And everyone was yelling. Lead. Yeah, everyone was yelling about the uh, – they were like, why would you go after that ball? And then when you saw the replay, you're like, oh, he was super yeah, smart because he saw it hit somebody. Yeah, yeah that was the game. I remember watching the, the game. Yeah, I remember watching it and being like, oh, that's – when the Chiefs scored, I go, oh, that's the game. That's the game right there. Yeah, And then the kicker for the 49ers missed a PAT. Like, missed this. an extra point after the Jawan Jennings touchdown. I was about to say, let's not forget, also special teams uh, – Harrison Butker, 57-yarder. Longest yeah. in the Super Bowl ever. 
Knox Moody's 55 yarder, which is the longest which in the Super Bowl longest. ever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, then Juwan Jang gets the touchdown. They miss the PAT. And as soon as you, as soon as they miss that PAT, fathers around the world to their daughters who love Taylor Swift said, that's going to come back to bite them. Yep. That's going to come back to bite them. And I looked at my, my party and I said, that was big, guys. That was the game. That's going to cost them. <clears throat> So, yeah, so then you get a couple field goals back and forth to end out the fourth quarter there. Uh, the Chiefs go on a game-defining drive. Uh, and they Do get you go a- for it in overtime? Huh? If you're the 49ers in overtime, it's fourth and four. Do you go for it? I mean, they were only 20 yards away. They were in the red zone. Yeah, where are they? The thing no, is, it was like a 37 yard field goal. It wasn't even that long. Is, yeah, it was a 37 yard, 27 yard field goal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they were on the 10. Yeah, so they got even closer. Um, the thing is, they screwed it up. Because they ran on first down. Yeah. And the they play got sequence, it to the yeah. second and four. And then they try to throw it two times after that. Yeah. And then it's like. Well, shit. We just tried. It to goes back to what Romo was at. Run the ball. Yeah. Like, at you that guys, point, they yeah. should have just continued running the ball. Like you're down in the red zone. Well, and that was the other thing too. In overtime, you could tell that's what they were doing. So in overtime, they ran the ball very consistently because you could tell they were trying to drain the clock. But then when it got to the red zone, they started throwing again, and you're like, you they just drove up. the length of the field running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was questionable to say the least. Um, my whole thing is Patrick Mahomes. I have so much respect for. I'd have gone for the win off rib just because it's like if he gets the ball back, this game's over. So we might as well go now. Yeah, yeah, and that was the thing. As soon as uh, they kicked the field goal and they hand the ball to the Chiefs, it was like this is seven. I was like, there. I looked at my buddy Donnie. I was like, if you're the Chiefs, you don't kick the field goal, no matter what. You die on your sword. You're going yeah. for you're going for six. You're going for broke here, and that's exactly what they went down there and did. I think so was, wide open was in it the a flat third down play to Harden. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was so wide open in the flat, like Brennan, no one was around. The thing. They did the exact same thing. I don't know if you noticed it. Are you aware of what I'm talking about? Duh. Sorry, it was first and goal. On the the Hardman touchdown. Oh, was it? There was a third and one that they converted. That's what it was. Because I remember being like, oh, they just have to get a stop here. And maybe they can hold him to a field goal. To a field goal. Uh, It was first and goal from the three. Uh, Brent, let's do a little flashback to last year. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is lined out wet, lined up on the left side. He motions inward. They snap the ball. He then cuts it back left. And he gets held. Take it back again. They ran that play with Kadarius Tony. He got a touchdown. They ran that play with Sky Moore. He got a touchdown. They ran that same play with Hardman. He this time he's lined out right. He motions in. They know they're in man. They hike it. He cuts back mid motion to the right side. He's wide open for the touchdown. Corners out Just- of position. So open. Yeah. A simple leverage play. The Eagles couldn't stop it for two touchdowns and a flag that cost the game last year. And when it mattered most, the Chiefs just ran it again. <laughs> Did you watch any of the postgame stuff? Uh, I watched a good bit of the postgame stuff. 
I turned it off immediately. I was so. I was gonna say last year I turned it off immediately. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Fuck this game." I was when I was as I was watching, I was like, "Huh." I don't remember seeing any, like, even Ariel was like, I don't remember seeing any post-game stuff last year. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's right, because I just turned that shit off Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> for good reason, darling. We, 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 don't, we don't allow that slander, the Philly like, slander yeah, in this last house. Year I just turned that fucking TV off and went to bed. <laughs> Called it a night. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's like, frustrating. This time I, like, watched it, I cleaned up, like... Chilled. Oh, you were like, why? Oh, see, yeah, I just, like, was I was fun. you last year. Like, last I turned year, it off. My roommates were still all the food was out and everything. We yeah, then my roommates were still sitting on the couch. I was like, "Fuck this!" (laughs) And then I went downstairs to smoke, and they were like, "Wait, you're not even going to be in the apartment? Like, why did you turn the TV off just to go downstairs?" (laughs) Great point, valid point. (laughs) It is it is crazy because I look out of my window. And I see, obviously, I live in New York, so there's apartments all around me. And last night, because it, when it's really dark, you can see, like, the glare of the TV. Everyone was watching the suit. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was, like, all in unison. We were all watching the same thing. One it was of the weird. biggest nights in sports. I know. It's just weird to, like, look out and see all these TVs in different apartments with my binoculars that I keep by my window. Jeez, that's a little too much intel right there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't really have binoculars. Congrats. Um Congrats to the Chiefs. Yeah, Big so win. what is that? Three and four years? Three and five years? Three and four. Three no, out no, of four Super Bowls, but I mean they missed the they obviously missed the uh Cincinnati Los Angeles one. Yeah. So I think that's three and five years. Yeah, I mean he's been he's made to six AFC championships didn't get to the first one because he lost to Brady because Brady had the ball. <laughs> All right, so they won two in a row. They did not go in uh, the, for the 2021 season. Yeah. They lost to Tampa Bay in the 2020 season, and then they won in the 2019 season. So, yeah, that's – So, one, two, three, four, and five four, years. They made it to four and five years. They made it to four and six years. No, they made it to four and five. Four and five. Three and five. Yeah, they made it to four and five. They've won three and five. Yeah. Yeah. So that is. uh, So are you willing to say that he's better than Brady? No. Got to go to legacy talk now. You're not? I'm not willing to say he's better than Brady. I'm not asking, do you think he's more accomplished than Brady? Do you think he's a better From a physical standpoint? prospect than Brady? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. From a purely physical talent, processing, speed, the way he manipulates the ball, the way he manipulates his body, he's 100% better than Tom Brady. Okay. Like I just don't know if he has the Michael the Jordan, Kobe Bryant... Game. Yeah. Kill, yeah. Well, not only that, but like that killer. Well, I guess he does have that. You don't think he's, he has the killer? Nah, yeah, you're right. What are you he does. talking yeah. about? Guy scurried out of the pocket. We didn't even talk about that. Um, he was getting crushed and he just popped right back up. He's like, let's fucking well, go. I'm talking about even uh, in that second half, one of the big changes they made was they made, they put him as a runner a lot more yeah. than I think we've ever seen. Like that fourth down where that was frustrating. He keeps it and takes off and I was like, whoa, I've never seen them. The read option. I was, was like, I've never seen them run the read option where him, him running is a part of the game plan. He, it was interesting because two or three plays before that, he scrambled 
And that's the one where Hargrave, was it Hargrave? Like somebody came I from behind. I think it was uh, Eric Armstead. Armstead, that's who it was. It came from behind and murdered him. Yeah. And Armstead's a big, they call him, what do they call him? They call blueprint. him like the, the blueprint because he's the blueprint for a football player. Like yeah. he's a monster. Um, and I think something happened when Armstead hits him. Patrick gets up and he goes, if I'm going to get hit anyway, let's just run the ball. Because yeah. it was like two plays later that they started doing that. Yeah. I think it was very much like he popped up and he was like, listen, I'm getting the shit kicked out of me anyway. Like I'm fucking, I'm going to run with the ball. Yeah. And yeah. I was so upset because as soon as they started doing that, I was like, fuck, it's yeah, over. Their, their whole offense changed. The game. There's not, and there's not enough like, people on the field to protect everything. They weren't spying him in that way because they're not used to Because he doesn't run. a runner in that, yeah. in that way. So it's not that he can. It's just that he doesn't. He, he got them at least for, I want to say he had two runs of close to 20 yards, if not more than 20 yards. It was yards. brutal. His longest was, yeah, his longest was 22. So. Yeah, man. And uh, shout out to Mitchell Schwartz, former uh, lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. One time he was on Twitter. I think I mentioned this before. One time he was on Twitter and he was like, hey, guys, ask me whatever. And I was like, is Patrick, I was like, is Patrick Mahomes fast? I was like, because he just escapes everything. And he says he has like an internal mechanism where he'll be just fast enough to outrun the person he needs to outrun. Yeah, like he's not a speedster, but he's not slow. But he can get. He knows how much to put in that gas tank to get past who he needs to pass to accomplish what he needs to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, we say it all the time. You 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 play to the level of the competition, and he does the same thing when it comes to taking off. He runs to the level of competition. Yeah. So. Um, All right. Good Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations to Andy Reid. Brennan won't say this. Congratulations to Travis Kelsey. Fuck Uh, Travis Kelsey. (laughs) uh, Again, uh, one of the founders of my company. An investor. I mean, congratulations to uh, Kelsey Rice, Justin Watson, Miko Hardman. What a a story, huh? Was it was was in your city? Yeah. At the start of the season gets traded. We thought they're not going to do much at the deadline. They trade for him. We were like, eh, it's not that big a move bringing back a guy. And he wins this. He gets the game winning touchdown. Had yeah. The biggest that was intense. Catch of the game and then <laughs> gets the game winning touchdown. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, this is what I wanted to actually say to you. So, uh, speaking of, so a lot of people were confused by my uh, disdain for the 49ers. And I had been trying to explain to people, Debo has been running his mouth. Kyle let me know that even during uh, Super Bowl week here, Debo was still running his mouth in uh, oh yeah, in terms of the Eagles and thinking that we weren't going to, we weren't better than that. By the way, I just want you to remember, the Eagles put up 35 points in that game last year. Just, <laughs> just throwing it out there. They scored 22. With Brock Purdy, with the quarterback, they were lamenting that they lost. Uh, but after the game, Fletcher Cox went to Instagram and he said he added Debo Samuels with many clown face emojis and said, keep the Eagles out your mouth, bro. Yeah. Then he hit him with, I still got some you ain't got. Yeah, I've been holding this one in. Eagles all day. So, yeah. Wow. That, that hatred is real. Um and it's not all the 49ers. Like I said, Fred Warner have zero issues with him. Brock Purdy have zero issues with him. 
Greg Kittle. I don't really got an issue with him. Bosa, Trent Williams, Greenlaw to a degree. That's mainly because of the big Dom stuff. Debo especially. And Trent Williams. They all was talking cash shit. They got on the biggest stage and they looked nervous as hell. <laughs> I love I love when your accent comes out. I was about to say, Debo, dropping passes all over the floor. All over the field. How many? He had 11 targets. How many catches did he have? Three catches for 33 yards on the biggest stage. You don't get the fuck out of my face, bro. IU. That was another thing. Romo, man. IU got a big drop, man. A big drop. Romo's like, oh, IU, great pass. Great route runner, which is true. The guy they want to get the ball into his hands, you know. They've been using him all day. It's so great. Da, 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 da. This is like in the third quarter. They flashed the graphic. He had three catches for 49 yards. Brendan, he ended the game with three catches for 49 yards on six targets. I can't believe it. They that. were talking about Brock Purdy being all this good. Brock Purdy barely threw for 250 yards, 255 on 38 attempts. How much did Patrick have? Patrick had 333 on 46 yeah. attempts. I'm just saying, man, there's, there's levels to this is all I'm trying to say. George Kittle, two catches, four yards. Trent Williams, how many false starts and holdings did he have? Like, y'all weren't ready for this. Nope. So keep our names out of y'all mouths, all right? Just saying. Christian McCaffrey played up to the moment. What a stud. I told you. What a stud. What 22 a carries, stud. 80 yards, eight catches, 80 yards, touchdown. My guy was going nuts. Couldn't really get, like, couldn't get the gashing runs going, but outside of that, he was consistent as all hell. So, but yeah, all is right in the world. Uh, Good Super Bowl. Joe Biden had a great tweet saying it went just as we scripted it. Um, <laughs> so that was funny. All the Republicans can lose their mind because Travis and Taylor hugged and kissed and they won. The Pfizer board won. And Rogers is right now sulking. <laughs> Because the Pfizer boy won, um, so yeah. All right, it was a it was a great game as far as uh, pressure tension was concerned. Uh, Kyle Shanahan out as 49ers head coach. <laughs> I'm calling it. Um, but I did want to say, I'm calling so you, it. You talked about history repeating itself. I I said to my buddy Donnie, and I said it in I want to say the group chat and the Discord. Do you, at the time when it was going into overtime, I was going to say, this is now the second Super Bowl to ever go into overtime. You know what happened in the first one? Patrick Mahomes won? No. Tom Brady won after overcoming a 28-3 to deficit. Oh, yeah. was the offensive coordinator. That was the first uh, ever to go to overtime. That was the first ever overtime. That was the first time Brady won a game by uh, more than four points. More than three points, I want to say. But, yeah. So, yes. That was After they were down. 28-3. Offensive coordinator of those Atlanta Falcons, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan yep. is now 0 for 3 as a coach and coordinator. Uh, Spags, shout out to Spags. He's now a four-time winner as a coordinator. So, God, that's insane. Wow. Good on him. Good on him, yeah. But yeah, uh, all right. That is the chapter closing on the NFL season. Things are going to come up, obviously. Uh, it's going to be sad now that it's over. Free agency is going to kick in here in a second. Uh, but yeah, 
That is, uh, that was a good end to the season. Yeah. Good end. All right. Basketball. Now the season, we've all been waiting to ramp into here. Uh, Brennan, oh, I forgot to mention this during the football segment. I'm gambling again. Uh, You're gambling again. I downloaded prize picks. Been, you know, looking at things. Oh yeah, we talked about this yesterday. You can't yeah. stop gambling. I mean, I could stop, man. Brennan, I can stop whenever I want. You don't know how much I needed Chris Jones to get a sack and Pacheco to get like ten more yards. Dude, I had so many bets I lost. Bet could have became three hundred dollars. I would have been so clutch. Everything I bet though was for the 49ers to win, which is a <laughs> terrible betting strategy. You always want to bet both sides. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was like McCaffrey. You gotta hedge. You gotta hedge your bets. McCaffrey over like Kittle, McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, uh anytime touchdowns. Like, like Kittle was not going over. Like I told you before the game started, I was like, Kittle, big game, yeah, watch. You did. And I was like, we talked about it last year. I definitely texted you, but I was like, we talked about it last year. Kittle there's a version of their game plan always where Kittle doesn't catch. He just blocks everything. And yeah, I know. And we literally it. talked about it, and that's what they did. And I yeah. still was like, Kittle, big game. And that's why I picked Kelsey as my tight end over Kittle. Are you um, are you betting on basketball? Uh, so a part of that big parlay I had was uh, Jason Tatum over five and a half assists. He got the five and a half assists. Uh, McCaffrey got the touchdown. I just needed a half a sack from Chris Jones and 10 more yards from Isaiah Pacheco. But I have been putting some basketball bets down. I got a basketball bet going down tonight because I did win one of my bets, so I split the money. I took half of the money out, and I, I'm riding it. Riding Ride it. it. Uh, but, yeah, Celtics beat the Heat yesterday. Jimmy Butler didn't play. Uh, so they are still – Five games better than anybody in the Western Eastern Conference right now. They're on a four-game win streak. Uh, they also had a tough time with the uh, the Wizards for a while there in a game earlier in the week, but they ended up pulling it out. Um, the Bucks, they have not been good under Doc. They finally got their second win uh, in I want to say six games under Doc since he's taken over. So that's been getting some getting you know. They've been getting things right there. Uh, the trade deadline also passed. They brought in uh, Patrick Beverly, so that that will be interesting. What a weak trade deadline this was. Uh, it was super weak. Celtics brought in Xavier Tillman. Um, Get a I little size. Somebody. Yeah, add a little size behind Porzingis. Uh, the Cavs currently sitting at number two, still riding that, uh, <clears throat> that six-game win streak. He's now a nine-game win streak. They've won nine out of their last ten, so good on them. Uh, the Knicks have lost their last two, but they've been dealing with some injuries. I think OG Ananobi has to get surgery now, but they made a couple of trades at the deadline to bring in Bogdan Bajanovic, Um and they brought in someone else. I can't remember right now. Uh, but yeah, they oh they brought in Alec Burke. That's what it was. Um, so some depth at the guard position, some height uh, as well there. Dante DiVincenzo, by the way, has been playing fantastic. Holy bleep. Like his last four or five games, I want to say he's averaging like 25, nearly 27 points. It's insanity. Um, Sixers have slipped, you know, they're, they're a little shaky, a little rocking back and forth. Uh, they've, they've only won two of their last 10. Uh, now that it beads out to, again, me and Brandon talked about them treading water. Yeah. Hoping to fall not too far, but right now they're only three games. 
ahead of the eighth spot. No, they're four games ahead of the eighth spot. So depending on how long Embiid is out for, uh, they could see a precipitous dip, but we do have the All-Star game coming up here, which is a week where nothing's going to happen. So that actually helps them. Uh, over to the west side, the best side. Orlando Magic sitting at seven. Let me put that in for Brennan. Thank you. For them. Good job. Uh, west Coast. Uh, Jalen Green, best defensive player teams, of the year. The top four teams are half a game out. Well, two to four are half a game out of first place. Uh, the Timberwolves won last night. Uh, oh, that's a big drop from four to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, five Phoenix. They lost to Golden State. Curry hit a clutch three to end that game. Um, that was big. That was huge. Uh, Clippers, Nuggets. Nuggets, we had the one seed for a day. Uh, then we had a back-to-back after our game against the Lakers to play the Kings, and we did not show up. The Kings ran us off the court. Good on them. Um, yeah, so you got the Minnesota Timberwolves. You got the Clippers at number two. Then you got OKC, who lost to Dallas the other day. Uh, oh, wow. You weren't kidding about the Sacramento thing. Yeah, it was like a 30-point loss, damn near. So bonus had a triple-double? Yeah, he's good. Um I don't know okay. if it's triple double against the Denver Nuggets. Good Nuggets four. Yeah, he was an All Star last year. He's he's really he's been an All Star multiple times. He's really good. Yeah, but he's like the guy who makes it, but no one really thinks he should be there. Kind of guy. Um, yeah, Phoenix sitting at number five. They lost Golden State. Uh, the Pels uh, at number six right now. Everybody's healthy, which is Pels on the come up. Um, yeah, they. I know we say that every year, but. Then you got the Lakers and the Warriors at nine and ten, bringing up the rear. Hot Brandon, take: the Lakers missed the play-in game. Yeah, you think they dropped to eleven? I don't no, know I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would say, I mean, the most interesting thing about the uh, the Lakers being down there is LeBron and AD have played pretty much most of the season. They have not. Missed AD has been playing game. out of his mind for the yeah. majority of the season. So uh, it's all the supporting cast stuff. Like they just don't yeah. have the proper team around them. They thought they were going to get more <laughs> out of people. Uh, they had more faith in some of their guys internally that they were going to carry over. And as I tried to tell all my Laker friends and fans, uh, all my it's not gonna happen. friend fans, I was like, hey, Austin Rivers in that Western Conference final played out of his mind. Like, that is way beyond his season average. I don't know if he can sustain that or is this just an anomaly. D'Angelo Reeves? Russell. Yeah, Reeves. What did I say? Rivers. Oh, my bad. Austin Reeves is playing out of his mind. He's playing above, you know, above and beyond his. <laughs> Two different knee. guys, if you know what I'm saying. Hey. Um, and then I was like, D'Angelo Russell is not. That, like we played him, D'Lo is not court. that guy, and he has like, not been that guy. Court defensively, like he can give you some offensive numbers, but defensively, oh, but he said he's working on his defense this summer. In year nine, ten, you're not just going to become this all-world defensive player. Yeah, like, you're either having you're kind or you of don't. who you are at that point. Like you can give more effort, but there's just something innate in you that you had to 
have by the time you got here. He is who we thought we we he is who so we thought he was. They made a couple of offseason signings that they thought was gonna really bolster them. But as I said, no one made any big acquisitions where I think that Denver's not coming out of the West. I still think Denver's coming out of the West. Still got Denver, me too. Uh in college basketball, men's uh Tennessee lost. I know that so they fell a spot. They lost to Texas AM. Uh, da, 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 da. UConn number one, Purdue number two, UNC number three. UNC so close to losing to Miami, so close. Um, Kansas after their they bounced back after their in-state rivalry loss. Marquette up to number seven, Arizona up to number eight, Duke down to number nine. Uh, Wisconsin fell five spots. They're sitting at eleven. FAU had a big loss. Oh, did you guys? Uh, you guys are still yeah. 20, though. No movement there. Good job. All right. New Mexico State fell uh, down to six. And San Diego State is back into the rankings at number 24. Yeah, we lost to UAB by three points, but then we blew out. Uh, what is it? Wichita State? I don't know. The the What is that Shockers. team? Yeah. We blew them out big DCU time. You and Oklahoma have both found their way out of the rankings. Uh, yeah, that's it for the bench. On the women's side, though, a lot of a lot movement. of movement. So much movement. Uh, wow, how did Iowa go up after sustaining a after loss? a loss yeah. where Caitlin Clark had zero points in the fourth quarter? How did Iowa go up? Not even, not even stay stagnant. Yeah, not even just staying still. They went up. I mean, I know well, somebody must have lost ahead of them. Yeah. Stanford lost to USC last. When was this USC game for Stanford? What day was this? Stanford went down, but only two spots. Kansas State was the one that dropped significantly. Are we up too early and the, the polls haven't updated yet? Is that what? Yeah, they haven't updated. If we're still at 20, they haven't updated. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think these are. It, okay. Cause we, I think we usually do this on Tuesdays. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So let me. So everything I said about the college men's, take that with a grand. Yeah, story. when you said still at 20, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe that's because like, we won that game. Okay. So let me give you a, a, a host of what happened last, yesterday in the women's side. Uh, and not the rankings if the rankings haven't updated yet. Louisville, number 15, Louisville lost to number 23, Syracuse by one point, 72-73. NC State beat Pitt. Uh, Notre Dame went to double OT and beat uh, Florida State. Iowa lost. Like you said, Caitlin Clark didn't score in the fourth quarter. Uh, Some people calling shenanigans. Are they waiting for her to break the all-time scoring record in college for women's to do it at home because they were on the road against Nebraska. Oh, shenanigans. Uh, so they lost to Nebraska, three-point loss. Uh, Virginia Tech beat Boston College, number 16 Virginia Tech. Uh, South Carolina beat uh, UConn by 19 points, 83 to 65. Colorado, number four Colorado, lost to number 17 Oregon State. Uh, so that is going to cause upheaval there. Uh, Indiana beat Purdue, Utah beat Oregon, UCLA clobbered Arizona State, uh, Ohio State smacked uh, Michigan State, Stanford beat uh, Washington State, and LSU beat Alabama. Um, yeah, that was that was that was just yesterday. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Jeez. So yeah, I think 
that gives you a good picture of you know some movement that may happen uh, here and there in the uh, women's bracket. Uh, so yeah, check the rankings when they come out later today, and uh, if not, we'll update you guys next week. But now we got to go to the quick hits. Quick! I'd be surprised how quick. And- quick! Name it hits. Quick hit. All right, because we are at the hour mark, Brennan. Folks, we're not going to do hockey this week because we're going to try to wrap it up here. Because I do want. Can I be honest time. with you about something? Go for it. Every time we do the WNBA or college <laughs> women's basketball, I get sucked down these rabbit holes of like looking at all these like obscure stats and stuff. <laughs> uh, well, before we get right into the Fulham corner, a something that has had a uh, effect on Fulham's ability to perform the AFCON finals took place yesterday uh it was the Ivory Coast against uh, Nigeria and the Ivory Coast won they won 2-1 uh and they beat Nigeria so that is the end of that um shout out to the Ivory Coast we were rooting for Nigeria because we had two players playing on that side um Oh, yeah. yeah, our entire offense. <laughs> Not our entire offense, Brandon. I know, I know, I know. We scored three goals in a game against Bournemouth. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, back. The offense is back. A couple of weeks, Bournemouth beat us on Boxing Day 3-0. That was a tough one for me to swallow. Um, but, yeah, we beat them 3-1. Two goals in the first, I want to say in the first half. Um you had uh, Bobby Decadover Reed. I went to shout out to Jason. I went to my local pub where I watched the games. I walked in. Bobby Reed already scored one, and then Nunes scored right after that. So we go into the half 2-0. But if you remember last week, we were up 2-0 going into the half against Burnley, and then we came out of the half, and then Burnley got two on us, and it was like, oh my goodness. But that did not happen this time, even though Bournemouth did get a goal in. Uh, but right after they got their goal in, Fulham immediately scored. Munez got his third goal in two games soon after that, off, after a beautiful cross from William, and he was just unmarked, and he just hammered it into the back of the net. Um, and then it was a 3-1 victory there, coasting to the end there. Um, but, yeah, uh, it will be. I'm pretty huge. I mean, they'll be back, but I don't know if they're going to play immediately. Uh, upon return, just because you know, you want to get them a little rest and whatnot. But um, it was a good game, got us into uh, the 12 spot, I want to say. Excuse me, got us into the 12 spot, yeah, and uh, got a game in hand. Chelsea has a game in hand on us, but they're above us, anyways. A couple teams got a game in hand on us. Right. So, how many leagues? So in Europe, it's the La Liga, the Serie A, which is Italian. Every country has a league. German Bundesliga. Yeah. Bundesliga. Bundesliga. And then there's the Premier League. Yeah. And then the French League One. That's it, though, right? Ligue 1. No. Then Belgium has a league. Every country has a league. I'm talking about just the ones that we're we're concerned with. I'm only concerned with Premier League. I don't concern myself with anybody else. Unless we're getting a player from one of those leagues, and I'm like, oh, okay, I see. just clicked on the. There's a separate thing for so you can go to Europe. Mm-hmm. So it was just showing me the top ones. I clicked on the yeah. Europe thing, and there's a Every lot. Every country has. Scottish has a League Cup and a Premiership. Yep. 
Wales. Spanish, Israeli, Romania, Swiss. Swiss Superliga. Yeah. I was about to say, every country has their thing. German 2 Bundesliga. That's how the Championship League is. A bunch of teams from every different division, every country's own league get together to play for the Champions League. That's why on a couple weeks ago on uh, on a new low, I talked about Gibraltar. You know where Gibraltar is? The little strip of land like on hanging off. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Yeah. So Gibraltar has a Premier League with six teams. They all play at the same stadium and they just rotate who's That's home nuts. and away that week. And there, there's a team called, the, is it the Red Imps? I think it's the Red Imps. And they have been to the Champions League. Like they've won the league like more times than not. So wait, the Champions League is the European collection. The collection of, the, of all the So that's like the the four the best, best teams team. from the Premier League go to the Champions League. Exactly. Okay. So then like every so like Spain and uh, Portugal. France and everybody, them, yeah. They send usually like three or four teams, four to five teams. And then you have like a country like Gibraltar, they only send one team. So it's, and that team has won the actual thing? It hasn't won the Champions League, but I'm saying oh. they always win their own Premier League. Like they, yeah. they have a monopoly on the Premier League. I thought League. you meant like they were dominating the and Champions they, League. They get to the Champions League. They're they like, take this, Mbappe. The yeah. But, but yeah, no, it's just funny. Like every country is represented in the Champions League, basically. Hell yeah, man. Like when I saw that, like I forgot what I was looking up. I was like, why is there a team? I was like, who the heck are these who the heck are these guys? The Red Imps. And then I went down rabbit hole and I was like, wait, there's a team, there's a league in Gibraltar. The stadium is basically on the landing strip. On like where you fly into the country. It's a small country. I was like, this is insane. How does this country sustain a league with six teams, like six to eight teams? Yeah. The Red Imps. The Red Imps. Shout out to them. I, I can't remember the first. Now I got to look it up again. Lincoln Red Imps is what Lincoln, it says. There we go. Lincoln Red Imps. There we go. They are 10th yeah. right now in Football League One. Oh, wow. Um, I don't think they got 10 teams in there. Uh, uh, they have 24 teams. They have 20. See, that's insane. Is that in the Gibraltar League? That's insane. No, no, no. This is Football League One. This is Bolton and Derby County and oh. Petersboro. Lincoln so City Red Imps. Are you sure this is the same one? I, I uh, man, now you have. I'll Google it. Is it Lincoln City? I don't think it's Lincoln City. Is it Lincoln City? So Gibraltar is a British overseas territory. Yeah, they're they're in the Gibraltar Football League. I don't know who you're talking about. The Gibraltar Football Association? The Gibraltar Football League. That's not uh, right then. Yeah, I don't know who you were talking about. I just Googled Red Imps. Huh, maybe there's more than one Red Imp out there. Gibraltar Football League, I found it. Yeah, they're second right now in the Gibraltar National League. So who did you discover? Who was around the Lincoln Red Bolton? Imps. You said Bolton. Man. Boat and Wanderers. So the Lincoln Red Imps FC. Oh, no, that's the second. It's, now it comes up as second in Gibraltar 
Hang on a second. I don't know who. Oh, there is a Lincoln City. Lincoln City. That was the one I found. Lincoln City FC. Who are these guys? Huh. FC. There's a I can't believe there's a Gibraltar National League. Yeah, so this is just Lincoln City FC, and then there's the Lincoln City or Lincoln Red Imps. So in the Gibraltar National League, there is 11 teams. Okay. Yeah, it's insanity. This is crazy. All right, we got off track. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're super off track. All right, let's get it. This is the second show I've derailed with the fucking Lincoln Red Imps and Gibraltar. All right, uh, let's get out of here, bro. Yeah, Lincoln City is in Football League we'll bring One. The press conference in its entirety. All right, Brennan, where can we find you? At Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Check out my one man show, X Drinking Buddy, a comics look at life, near death, recovery, and redemption. And check out my other podcast, also called X Drinking Buddy. I have guests on and they talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, party, and getting in trouble stories. And as of lately, with it being an election year, we also talk a lot about politics, which is not fun at all. And it's getting me in some hot water. Joe. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Don't forget to head over to uh, theanulo.co, not theanulo, just anulo.co, uh, and check out all the other shows on the network. That is Anulo, the big one. Uh, and who does a podcast where we're recording tonight before uh, Sing Street. Uh, everything's been moved, Brennan, because of uh, Valentine's Day on Wednesday. So Valentine's um, Day. So, yeah. And uh, don't forget to check out my website, joedorville.com, to check out the music of Merck, the music under the moniker headphone, Joe, no, oh, no, even the phone. Uh, also, check out the show I'm producing for work, No Media, uh, where Evan Turner and Eddie Gonzalez, uh, they look at some tapes from now and the past. And, uh, they hold some of these guys' feet to the fire. Your Stephen A's, your Skip Bayless's. Of the like. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what am I looking at? It says English Football League. It says the current champion is Fulham FC. I don't know what you're looking at, Brennan. We're not champions. I don't know what you're looking at. Uh, so, yeah. Don't forget to head over to Nulo.co. All that good jazz. Brennan, get me out of here. I got apparently somebody wants me to cut up a clip. All right. <sighs> and that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Shout out. Carl Weathers. R.I.P. Apollo Clean. <laughs> <laughs>